0: Welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato.
1: I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This
0: is a podcast all about reality television.
1: That it is.
0: And on this particular episode, we will be recapping The Challenge, season 36, Double Agents, episode 13, The Spy Who Loved Everything fessy
1: dun, dun, dun.
0: um so this is one of our rare uh post show recordings where we're jumping right into the dang thing and not waiting for the crack of dawn to do it so and i
1: think that has to do with the fact that this was just an hour
0: no it has to do with the fact that we can't get up and do it <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly why
1: babe i was putting a spin on it know, come but on it, but it,
0: i was going to say It happens to be only an hour, so we still have an inkling, not an inkling, a teeny tiny bit of energy left to do the podcast. So I'm very excited to be able to knock this out and get it to you folks even before Wednesday is over. So uh, without further ado, Ash Let's take it away.
1: So the episode opens with a previously on, as they all do. And we are reminded that last week, Gabby and Devin were compromised. But then there was a security breach, record scratch. And we learned that another team was going to be going in. The second team that received the most votes in the House, which was Josh and Nani. So... This elimination ended with Durrell sending home Devin, CT sending home Josh. We see Big T and CT argue they have bad blood, and we also learn that Nam had to go home. He was medically unfit.
0: A lot of people going home because they're hurt. Yeah. I think that is definitely a takeaway from the pandemic season of the challenge. People were not in shape to do this, possibly.
1: I think that this is the season that has had the most injuries. I don't know that, but I would I would love to find out.
0: Right. Yes. Please tell us. (laughs) Tell (laughs) us. Do the research for (laughs) us and email us. Email us. All
1: right. So that episode ended with TJ introducing us to the nightly, we'll call it. It was a daily that was happening overnight. And that episode ended with us seeing them in cages and chained up. And it's like, make it through the night. So that's how this episode begins, is with them in this warehouse. They're all in like little sort of blocks, their own blocks that are chained up. They have like a, what is that called? That fence?
0: Um, They're like in little jail cells.
1: They're like in little jail cells. Their hands are tied up. They're tied up to each other. This episode was like the first five minutes of it was like lights flashing and like an alarm noise kind of going off and camera angles coming up from behind. And- there was
0: more than a, 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 a an alarm noise, like the noise that they were playing for confusion's sake. I guess uh, for the challengers, seemed like people like screeching. It was like a screeching noise that was like really irritating, and the flashing strobing lights. Were uh, dizzying, and I'll be honest, tough to watch, and I didn't like watching it. It I would have turned
1: this off if I wasn't a challenge head. like if I was just flipping through the stations, unless I was like really into horror movies. I, but even that, it just kind of made you sick.
0: Well, they don't do that to you. They don't make you feel like you're being tortured. You know, they don't like flash the lights in your eyes if it's a torture movie about flashing lights. Do you know what I mean? It's like you watch other people get tortured. But just the way that the coverage was in this episode, we, the, uh, the viewer, were, were getting the treatment that the challengers were getting with the dizzying lights and the crazy screeching noises, and uh, it was pretty awful. It
1: was pretty bad, and we were also like, how long has this been going on? And
0: thankfully, they followed this up with people eating disgusting things and then puking, <laughs> uh, projectile <laughs> vomiting. I'm glad that we all got dizzy, and now we had to watch people puke.
1: Yeah, our favorite thing yes. in the challenge, watching close-ups of people just projectile vomiting. Yeah. the We get an interview from Nani saying that she wants to get into the elimination. She wants a gold skull. TJ says that the first task in this overnight challenge is to hold a heavy ball. Then we see an interview from Gabby saying that she's just going to be haunted till the end of her days, that she did not go in against Amber M and that she really wants to go in and try and get her gold skull. Then we get an interview from Anissa saying, hey, she's having a hard time holding the ball. Then we get an interview from (laughs) Fessy, and he's like, yeah, I'm throwing this. I want to be eligible for a new partner, and if we win and we're the double agents, I can't be taken from um, Anissa, so I'm throwing it. Task number two, they have to eat the entrees. They're like testicles and something called Arctic cheese juice.
0: Yeah, ram testicles is what I, I, I got everybody
1: Mm -hmm. starts puking fountains of puke pouring out of people's mouths and close-ups of it then we get an interview from Corey, and he made us laugh he just kept talking about cheese water in a funny way about how much he loved the cheese water water is
0: great after you eat the ram nuts yeah and then uh but you know i've the way that he was saying it felt like he was doing it for comedy but it like finished up with like a really just like a Corey, like I'm going to get my skulls, you know, yeah. style interviews like he was like, yo, this cheese water is going down real good after all of these ram nuts. And then Ashley and I are laughing and then he's like, and I'm doing it well, and that's why I'm going to get my skull. And I'm like, oh, he's being <laughs> just really serious right now. He's just intense Corey mode, not trying to make us laugh. and And that made me chuckle on the inside.
1: Yeah. I chuckled on the outside, and then it cut to Corey puking. Then we get an interview from Anissa saying Fessy is a bitch. Then we get another interview from Fessy saying he wants to throw this. He can't let everyone know that he's throwing it, but he doesn't want to be in a final with Anissa. Nani says in an interview, geez, how much more clear can Fessy make it that he is throwing it? Wow, wow, wow. Cam and CT... Not really getting along. We see them. We go visit their little jail sale. They're not doing well. Cam in an interview says she had better chemistry with Kyle. She doesn't understand what CT is saying. He talks in grunts.
0: I mean, when we saw CT bef- uh, immediately and we got a little interview from him, is this later when he said he maybe wishes that he stuck with Big T?
1: Later he says that, I think, yeah. Yeah. But he does say it at one point. He he does say it. He
0: says that he's like he he would have been better off with Big T in this uh, daily, daily, nightly. And uh, I I find that to be fascinating based on what we saw in the previous episode.
1: TJ to Nani, walks. he walks by and he goes, you're giving up, but you don't have a gold skull yet because Nani is not going to eat these testicles or drink this cheese water. She's out. TJ's giving her grief about it.
0: Nani's like- yeah, I may not be eating these testes or, and or drinking this cheese water, but I'm getting my skull, TJ.
1: The voices you're using for the cast members tonight is very interesting. That was a new Corey voice I've never heard. I've never even really think I've ever heard Corey say yo before. Yeah, well, um, Nick that says was clearly yo. clearly so. not a nani voice. I'm
0: a, I'm, a little, I'm a little tired, So so all of the voices are just me kind of hyped up.
1: Um, so Casey and Leroy make it to the third task, which is to solve the equation on the back of their like entree box for a code. Um, Corey does a funny interview where he's talking about Gabby. He's like, I, she's got no quit in her. I've got no quit in me. We've got no quit in each other. It's just fun to watch this Josh lingo sort of infiltrate the house. Then we see Casey and Leroy are struggling with this math equation and they're yelling it out to Cam who is helping from her jail cell. She's helping Leroy with the equation. They their next next task, excuse me, is to like find a hidden key on a scratchboard and a clue and uh, this is hard to follow, but you know what? it doesn't matter that it was hard to follow because the whole time Casey and Leroy are in the lead, there's no feeling like, oh, who's going to beat them? Except for Corey, and they're kind of trying to make it seem like Corey and Gabby are catching up. But every time they go back to Corey and Gabby, Corey and Gabby are like two tasks behind. I think
0: ultimately what we're seeing here is Corey and Gabby did not quit. And the rest of And everyone quit. Yeah, the remaining teams pretty much stopped eating their- testicles yeah. and cheese water yeah so um you know and it's just kind of like they cut something together to make it look like they were sort of gaining on them and it looked like maybe they were but uh i don't know Th- this probably was just like a uh, uh like a blow away it uh, felt very low yeah. stakes yeah
1: as an audience member i was like i'm not invested in this and feels like casey and leroy are gonna win and then they did they won Um, Gabby in an interview says she wants to get her gold skull and she wants Fessy as a partner for the final. TJ gives everybody grief for quitting. He gives a little dig at cam. And then, um, Nani's like in an interview, she's like Casey and Leroy winning is the best case scenario for scenario for me. They're going to help me get my gold skull back at the bunks gabby and fessy are canoodling they're kissing they're cuddling they're having fun you have anything to say about this babe
0: yeah the idea that fessy uh needs to let his guard down as well like eventually i feel like our guards will be come down and We'll be able to spend more time with one another as if Fessy hasn't just been trying to get in Gabby's pants for the entire season, basically, uh, aside from the two episodes Tori was here. Um, And like, I just love that language of like, yeah, so I think event- I think we're really getting more comfortable with one another. And I, I think we're ready to let our guards down. It's like dude, you're waiting for her to give you the okay. Uh, like stop playing this like, you know, mild-mannered man. You you you're kind of an asshole. Like uh wow. own, own it, you know, uh, a little bit. I just unentertaining uh uh guy um just like, you know, nose to the ground or you know, trying to win this thing without ruffling any feathers uh he, and, and like his true colors coming out a little bit where you know, uh, we, we see later. I mean he's he's still talking about Tori. I mean Tori's engaged, you know what I mean? He there's there's just some something about Fessy that seems phony to me, but what I know about him is he's un- he's not just not entertaining, you know. I don't wanna see Fessy anymore. He's boring.
1: He's not bringing much to the table. I will say that. At the gym, speaking of Fessy, guess what he's doing? He's talking to Corey. They're talking about Gabby. Ooh, do you like Gabby? And then Corey says, let's just say Tori and Gabby are in the same house at the same time. And then they laugh. And they laugh. Basically, the idea here is that like Fessy and Tori have like a real connection. And Gabby's just like a cool lady, I guess, is the way that they're trying to communicate Fessy's relationship. He says in an interview that he's never been a line crossed. There's never been a line cross with Tori. And I thought that was good because I know Tori took a lot of flack in the beginning of this season from people being like, she's cheating on Jordan. So Fessy's just here saying that that's not what happened at all. Corey says to him, I think um, Tori and Jordan are going to call it quits soon. And then you guys will probably date for a year. And I thought that was interesting because Tori and Jordan did call it quits, and then Corey in an interview says Fessy has always wanted Tori. Do you have any thoughts on this, babe?
0: Yeah, I believe always wanted Tori, but also what he said—he said he doesn't care if Tori has a fiance. He doesn't care. He has. She's. He goes on like a rant about like, like basically don't believe Fessy about that what you just heard him say mm. like kind of i mean i don't think i think it was made to look that way you know it just kind of seems convenient that those you know conversations that's right i mean that's you know storytelling and and great but he did say it you know what i mean and yeah. uh, and, and why what what uh, motive would Corey have by saying like uh yeah fessy doesn't care if if a woman it, it, you know is engaged or you know, committed to somebody else. What does he mean by that? You know mm, what I mean, that's a and why, good why would he say that on television about his friend? That does not make a person look good. Yeah. Maybe if this was 1998 and it was like, yeah, this guy's a poon, poonhead, man. He don't care, and everybody high fives. We don't do that anymore. Right. And Corey knows that he wouldn't do that. So to me, there is some other setup question that mm. we're not seeing the full story there, mm, and I just think it might have been just a little, you know, dipping your l- little toesy in in the uh, fessy may not be a great guy. One
1: god i love asking for your opinion babe you always come in hot
0: yeah well thank you for asking me i am 50 percent of this podcast (laughs) and i am the opinion of this podcast
1: you're not the opinion you're the facts
0: girl all right everybody knows that oh
1: (laughs) my god what What? facts
0: girl you love that
1: this is my worst nightmare (laughs) this is horrible i'm never taking notes again okay you're going to be no guy. I'm going to see you over there with your little finger just dotting each key, you know, whatever that's called, whatever that's that. Hunting hunt Peck. Yeah, Hunting Peck indeed. Challenge night out. Everybody's out. They're at the bar. Lots of fun scenes, having fun, dancing. We see Nani talking to Cam and Amber B about how she's ready to go in. Cam looks incredible, and her bob in this season just really makes me want to also have a bob cam in an interview says we're gonna do whatever we can to get nani a gold skull i like this cam nani relationship they seem to have each other's back you know if you remember a couple of seasons ago there was a whole weird cam nani leroy thing happening and so this is refreshing that like cam and nani could you remember when nani rolled up in her red dress into the bunks and was like what are you guys talking about it was a meme we all loved
0: yeah yes i do
1: So I like Cam and Nani working together. Nani in an interview says beating Gabby is going to be hard, but I got to get in there. I got to do it. That brings us to a deliberation. Nani says that there are three gals left. It's Big T who's ineligible to go in and her and Gabby and that they both want to go in and get their skull. Um, Nani in, in an interview says I know if I knew that Kyle would ride with me the whole time I would stay with him but here he left me once and I can't trust him Kyle in an interview says I hope Nani doesn't leave me um, people are like asking Nani like would you stay with your partner and then Anissa looks worried and she asks Gabby if she would be switching partners and Nani go, like says to Anissa how would you feel if someone took your partner and Anissa's like it would suck like there's a this has happened this conversation about Anissa losing Fessy, Anissa being worried about losing Fessy is happening right here in this deliberation in front of everyone.
0: Yeah, it's um I I think one of the more interesting public deliberations we've had during this season. Yeah. Just because this had nothing to do with the house vote versus the uh double agents vote uh it this was all about partners, yeah, and are you gonna leave me and are you gonna steal my partner and I feel like uh the whole episode was you know the they were building the drama based around Anissa and fessy, whether or not fessy was going to be stolen by other players there's mention. Throughout the episode by Fessy, about how people want me as their partner. Okay, they they both of these teams would steal me as their partner, and um, I wish we could have seen a little bit of like the conversation or the plotting of any of the teams just talking about like, hey, I'm gonna steal this person, or I got my eyes on this person. Mm. Maybe it's not happening. Maybe it's all like you know internal monologue i i don't know but i would have liked to see a little bit if nani is really you know thinking of taking fessy here i wish she must have said something to like amber b or somebody like this is what i'm thinking i'm gonna do or probably uh talking to fessy and casey you know what I mean and just yeah, being like I mean, Fessy here's seems what to I think know. I'm
1: gonna do Fe- I mean we've seen Gabby and Fessy talk about it before when they were like kissing a few episodes back and and I think we've heard Nani say it in an interview before but you're right they definitely that it's a conversation Nani has 100% had with Casey and with F- um, Fessy and so it would be nice to have a clip of that I agree because right now we just have Fessy in this interview during the deliberation saying like my plan is to keep my mouth shut right. I know both these gals would pick me and i don't want anisa to say anything that makes it weird right Uh,
0: and how does he know that casey uh that nani is coming for for fessy i it must be because they had a conversation or she said something to leroy who said something to casey who said something to fessy you know what i mean it's pretty easy to get back to fessy if you're nani here so i would have loved just a little bit of that just give me a little taste um, that would be nice.
1: So the voting happens. Everybody goes in there. We see people voting, and uh, it's interesting when Fessy votes in Corey and Gabby, which he does. He votes in Corey and Gabby. He says, "I'm going to vote in my friend, my best friend, Corey." And I was like, "Your best friend? That's just bizarre to me. Like, you did Nelson so wrong. How? What? What's going on here with your alliance?" Fessy. Who do you have an allegiance to? (sighs) When he called when he called Corey his best friend I was like man I wish Nelson was in the house still and not Fessy. That's kind of how I was feeling. Um, We see Casey and Leroy come in to get the results and sort of what we're expecting. Gabby and Corey have been compromised. That brings us to another gym scene Hard to tell if this is from the same day and like what just happened like moments after that first gym scene. I don't know. But it is once again, Fessy talking to Corey and Fessie says he's getting frustrated because he feels like Anissa is banking on being attached to him in the final. And they basically talk about how Anissa is not ready for the final. I love Anissa on a personal level, but neither of them want to run a final with her. That brings us to the bunks where we see Anissa talking to Nani about how she's frustrated and how she wants to just, like, get to the final. Like, she's sick of this happening every year. She almost gets to the final, and then she doesn't make it. She doesn't want anyone to take Bessie. And in an interview, Nani says, I honestly don't know if I want to take him. I just don't even want to think about that right now. Like, I need to stay focused on this elimination.
0: Uh yeah, I feel like uh, Nisa's real sad here, and uh, she's pissed, and uh, you know she's like, I just want to watch back this season and have people be saying that I'm not good enough, uh, which is something that happened the, every season. Well, really, the last season. Yeah, the last season. It's it's almost a carbon copy of Fessy and Corey and Kyle, uh, saying that uh, and she's, Johnny
1: Bananas. Well, I'm just saying. Carbon oh, copy meaning in the house. Yeah.
0: who's in the house right now doing the exact same. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. So
0: gotcha. It, it's it's uh it's a little disheartening to know that yes, in fact, Anissa, you're going to have to watch this, and also you're going to have to report back on it because you're going to be on the challenge podcast. But you do get your final say. I'm actually pretty interested in hearing what they have to say about. This episode on their podcast tomorrow because the both of them were featured on it, uh, Tori and Anissa. But man, um, Anissa, I, I, I love Anissa so much, but I, I just think that, um, you know, at some point, yeah, I guess you have to run on a treadmill for if you're gonna win a final. I mean, yeah, I guess she'll be able to get there. But will she be able to? Do you think she'll finish this? Like, what's your thought right now? Okay, Anissa gets to this final, and so far you've seen what like the the little challenges are on this show, and what they were calling like a she mid, she would she final. would not finish a final because I would not. I feel like she's kind of tapped out on like a ton of challenges this yeah. season. So is she going to be able to do like the the five mile hike up a up up a mountain? I don't know. I I just don't think that she's going to do it and uh, and that might make some of you folks who are big anisa fans like upset that i'm like doubting anisa and i'm an anisa fan i just we love anisa i want Anissa to find a new f- a new show i think that's what i need for anisa i need anisa to be on like a big brother style show that's
1: what i was thinking she would be so good on big brother i mean there
0: are challenges There's competitions on big brother but it's a lot of crapshoot shit but like What's another thing that she could do? MTV doesn't have another show where she can show up and and do her thing. But, like, honestly, like, can she get her profile up enough or get, like, a better agent that could, like, get her on, like, a Food Network show, like, hosting? Do you know what I mean? Or, like, a travel show, you know, once the world opens up? She's a great personality, fantastic talker, really funny. Uh, Incredibly charismatic and has been on TV for like 15 years. Let's get her somewhere else where she doesn't have to be like embarrassed every season. Yeah. uh, Because she's not like up to snuff with these CrossFit models. Right. It, It just doesn't seem right who are half her age. Like, I get it. This is her bread and butter. She's making money. You know, she does well politically and socially. But like I feel bad for her. And I just don't know that she's gonna have the Nani redemption season or the Leroy redemption season. She's older than them. Um, so I don't know. Uh I, I love Anisa, and unfortunately, everything she feared in this one scene has come true in the same exact episode. Yeah. Uh literally the scene before you crying about not wanting to watch yourself on TV get doubted by your friends is your friend's. Literally, Corey and Fessy, your partner, doubting you over and over again, saying uh, she's not going to do it. She's not ready. She's not ready.
1: So, I, don't, I wonder why she doesn't run. Maybe there's an hard. issue.
0: It's hard. Ash. I would be a niece on this show. And I mean, you're you're more fit than I am, but you'd be fucking a niece on this show, too. I would
1: be running out there at the gym. I would make it a point to run like at least three miles a day at the gym just because I'd want to be in that group. I'd think of it as like a social thing. Like I need to go out on that treadmill and run three miles. So, A, people see me doing it and B, I can forge relationships in that way. Yeah, that's the smart thing to do. Elimination has been activated, friends. Elimination has been activated. Big T is giving Gabby a pep talk. You got this. Um, everybody files into the crater it's not um, this elimination there was literally no mystery in this show except for who will win this elimination there was no mystery in who was going to win the daily no mystery in who the house was going to pick tj tells gabby and cory they've been compromised come on down no mystery in who leroy and casey are going to pick it's nani and kyle y'all No mystery at all, except for this very moment when TJ looks at them and he says, now I told you guys, nothing is as what it seems. And we all went, (gasps) and then TJ says, but it is a girl's elimination. Okay. I psyched you out. Once again, I am the king of psych out. Kyle regains his composure. He says, TJ, stop doing that to me. Um, it's time. It's a woman's elimination. Nani and Gabby got to go in there. Gabby is the rookie with something to prove. Nani is the vet who cannot go home this close to the final again. You know they Nani both have a story. The, is
0: the vet with something to prove?
1: They both have a story. Gabby's right. the vet. Gabby's the rookie with something to prove. Nani is, is, the the rook, is, 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 <laughs> is the vet with something to prove. Is
0: the vet with something to Lay Hold on. Let's say it right.
1: Gabby is the rookie with something to prove. Nani is the vet with something to prove. Right. This I did not catch the name of this elimination, but it's basically like there are posts on either side of um, an, a mud area, a dirt square And there are rings, there's a ring in the center that's elevated right in the middle that you have to jump up and grab. We saw something similar to this at the end of last season. Um, And the way this works is you jump up and grab a ring and you got to put it on your post, okay? And whoever gets two rings on their post first wins. In a pre-elimination interview, we are talking to Nani and she's saying she's feeling confident. She's feeling good. And then she starts crying. She goes, Gabby's never felt like the crushing defeat of being sent home um, this close to a final. And then I'm kind of like, Nani, what are you doing? You can't cry before your elimination. This
0: means a lot to Nani. I think we uh, you know this is have we stressed that enough? Yeah, I mean this is this is big for yeah, her. She she seems to have been haunted by her, her challenge, um, eliminations. Uh, you know specifically. You know, it's not just like I haven't won this game yet. And yes, in 10 seasons, this is her 10th season. In 10 seasons, I would imagine you'd be like, okay, can I get into a final and win? Like, I just would like to do that. It's a little more uh, minute for her in that she just wants to get past a fucking elimination. It's been ages since she has won in something like a crater uh, elimination where she just didn't go home.
1: She hasn't had an elimination win in quite some time. In
0: quite some time.
1: So this uh, elimination starts and um, they run. Gabby's faster. She grabs that ring and uh, she starts pulling it to her post and Nani's putting up a fight and they get both on the ground and then TJ tells them to stand up.
0: Yeah. Um. It may, You sure it was TJ? It could have been Somebody rooting one of them on. It could I'm have been one of the guys. Pretty sure it was TJ. I, I was too, but it didn't make any sense because they were on the ground later. Yeah, but yeah. We were confused by I that. don't know. They had to get up. Who knows? But it's scrappy down there, and scrappy. uh scrappy Nani is being scrappy. She's she's really doing everything she can to wrestle this thing away from Gabby. Gabby's doing a good job body positioning in this first round and uh, they kind of go around and exert a lot of energy. But then you see Gabby kind of just drag Nani uh, to her post. And uh, Gabby then physically puts the ring around the post while Nani is still holding it, giving Gabby one point.
1: Wow. It was shocking. Um That ring got put on Gabby's post with Nani's hands gripping it, just like Nick said. And we were like, oh, shit. And now it's time for that second ring. And we get a little interview from Nani. And she's saying basically when she's in an elimination and she feels like she's about to lose, she just gives up. She starts feeling defeated and it's over for her. But not this time we get an interview from Leroy saying like Nani's got to break this man, this cycle. I need not. I want Nani to win. They go hand in hand. They go hand to hand trying to get this ring back and forth, back and forth. And there's a struggle. It's hard to tell who is in the lead. Well, who
0: got the ring this the second time? Who do we know who did that? I, I I think it was they kind of came at it at the same time.
1: it was really hard to tell. I mean the first ring like Gabby plucked that out of the air. second ring was hard to tell, but we do we do see that they're like closer to Nani's post so. It's hard. It's you're thinking maybe Nani's got this. Who knows? But then Gabby seems to pull it back. And now Gabby's got it. And we're like, oh, no, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, like, Gabby just kind of lets go of it. I don't know. She made like a, a mistake of some kind. And then Nani just slips it on her pole. And now it's one to one. Well, friends. Well,
0: what happened was Nani got it away from Gabby. But what what her mistake was, was that like Gabby just kind of let her take it and put it around her pole rather than like chase her down for yeah it. she kind of just like chalked it up as a loss so yeah that's fine it's 1-1 it's best of three we go back uh ring is on uh on the uh suspended in the center of this dirt ring uh you know tj says go they both make a mad dash this time nani grabs the ring and uh in, in trying to get the ring gabby jumps and just jumps past nani so like now there's like 10 feet of distance between the two of them. Nani having the ring on the opposite side of her post. So she kind of has to do a little uh, run to the side. Gabby comes after her. She runs to the other side. She kind of makes a quick cut move, makes a. Uh, she didn't spin, but she could have. And then Boom uh, books it to her post. Nani puts the ring around her post, giving her two out of 3 of the wins and the victory Nani wins Gabby goes home and Nani is happy
1: Woo Nani wins she's crying she gives Gabby a big hug TJ says that was such a sick battle back and forth um he says bye to Gabby and he hits her with a but I'm sure I'll see you back here
0: When you hear that but I'm sure you know that's that is a the good sign That's the rub th- from from TJ he feels like you Really competed well and uh, and tried really hard.
1: Gabby says goodbye to everybody and then she yells up to Fessy, "I'll see you when the final is over." And everyone's like, "Woo!" <laughs> Corey has lost another partner. This guy cannot hold on to a partner. I think
0: I had six partners for Corey.
1: It this is the seventh. Wait, that she went. Gabby said
0: Gabby was like what am I your sixth that's what she said on her way out might have not been right but uh, no I think
1: that sounds right sure um TJ looks to Nani he goes you have a choice to make are you gonna stick with your partner are you gonna infiltrate and take another agent and Nani looks to Kyle and says I love you but I'm going with Fessy wow Kyle, in an interview, says anyone but Fessy.
0: Anyone but Fessy, Uh, meaning anyone but Anissa. Because now Anissa has a choice. But I just want to say, you know, this move by Nani, she doesn't care. She's just like, I'm playing my own game. This throws uh, Anissa. I do not think Anissa saw this coming. She looks pretty hurt by the fact that Nani uh, went ahead and took her partner. Let's not forget Nani was the person she was confiding in about the whole situation about two scenes prior to this. So this one probably burnt a bit. I mean, if I was Nani, I would give her a fucking heads up. I, I hope she
1: did. She clearly did not. Ah, I mean, Anissa gotta. looks upset. Just she says say in it. an interview, I'm upset right now. Nani in an interview says, I'm not worried about her being upset. Mm. Oof, TJ says to Anissa, you just had your partner stolen. You know, who are you going to go with? And Anissa says, Corey, I love you, but not tonight. ha. <laughs> Going down to Kyle. Kyle was so upset.
0: Kyle was legit upset. Kyle wasn't like goofy Kyle upset. Kyle was pissed.
1: Kyle was pissed and TJ was laughing in his face. Oh,
0: man. And TJ was trying to hold this back, but he was getting so much joy out of Kyle's discomfort of the way that the cookie has crumbled. Truly. Uh, not in his favor. Um, you know, is laughing, running down there. She grabs Kyle, gives him like a little kiss. And, and Kyle literally goes. Hi, Anissa.
1: Yeah, Kyle's pissed. Or, or he, go, he goes,
0: oh, hey, Anissa.
1: Hi, Anissa. And, Kyle's uh, pissed. And
0: it was like he couldn't have given off more of a fucking fuck you to her. The only way to do that is to do what CT did to Big T last season, last episode. Yeah. Uh, but this was rough, rough to watch Anissa sort of get uh, trounced upon yet again and then uh, we get an interview from Kyle who's basically like I've run Denise's niece's name through the mud this season I, it, right <laughs> <laughs> is that is that anywhere in the ballpark of
1: Yes, his he says, voice. this is karma. Voice. This is karma. He says, this, this is... is
0: karma. No,
1: babe, it's too, no. He said this is karma. No one's talked more shit than I have. No one's talked more shit than I have. Okay, so now Big T is now with Corey. And guys, believe it or not, that's the episode. Um, You know, it well, was- Big an... T,
0: we want to say that it's like she feels like she needs to burn some sage- Oh, and uh, Sage Corey because of all of, the, so that's of his like the last little note we get there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that is the we get it. We get something from, you know, TJ, but it's like every episode where he's like, you guys think that, you know, what's going on, but you don't. Yeah. We're unpredictable. And so that's basically <laughs> how it ends. Um, you know, uh, yeah, shortened episode. I wonder if the rest of them are going to be an hour. I remember they did this to us last season right at the end. All of a sudden mm. it became an hour long. It was mm. strange. But this is, uh, I guess, what they're doing to us. And that's fine. Uh, I did feel like we got to like the deliber- the public deliberation quite quick yeah. in this. So I feel like there was less to chew on. I kind of like when they come back from Eliminations. We didn't really get that. But when they come back from the crater and they kind of have the fallout of the crater that's something we kind of missed in this episode because it picked up during the daily yeah so it, i felt it felt all wrong it felt like daylight savings time where you're just like what
1: time is it right. what is it i'm I don't still know. writing 2020 on my checks
0: right it felt a little like that i really hope now uh that this episode kind of the end of it was a normal episode that now we're going to go back to a a normal schedule where we get a nice long episode and uh everything that we want inside of it
1: yeah, I think we this was a reset. This was a palette cleanser, I think. I mean, the next week, the um, you know, the little clips from next week, it looks like some juicy stuff's going to happen.
0: I mean, yeah, that's what clips do to you, get you all juiced up, yeah. ready to go. Um, so, I mean, it feels like we're coming up close to it. I mean, there's not that many people in the house that don't have a skull at Ain't this that point. that the truth? So, uh, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to a purge. I want to see everybody compete.
1: Oh, that will be fun. I want to see
0: everybody compete, and I want to see yeah. everybody compete their asses off just to stay in this house Yeah. and to keep them dang skulls. Uh, but that is the episode, folks. Thank you for listening. A little shorter tonight because the episode was a little shorter. What are you going to do, folks? We can't make shit up. Make up a scene, a deleted scene for you where uh, friggin' Nanny is smoking a cigarette and, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Kyle comes out and he pulls his pants down and... Uh, and takes a big dump on the ground I, I can't well we can't make up a scene for you
1: guys thanks so much for listening if you're not a patreon if you're not a patron sign up on our patreon If you're not listen if,
0: <laughs> if you're if you're not a patreon if you're not a patron sign up for our patreon whatever i to go to sleep freaking means folks folks patreon.com forward slash reality blows get you two bonus episodes a month when you when you join that five dollar tier So uh, go ahead. Uh, There's actually only one tier, so join it. And uh, that's it, folks. As always, may TJ laugh uncontrollably that Anissa is now your partner.
1: And may TJ tell you, but surely we'll see you again. Bye. Good night.